New podcast Stash Weekly. Thanks for joining. Shut up and sit down. Jazzercise that'll keep you fit and smiling, shorts. Come on and shake that cute little booty of yours. Ow! You gotta get up and boogie with this, honey. Yeah. You think you're alive, but have you ever been for a ride on my ride on my bike? To move your boogie body. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Cran, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Vonderoo. Richard Simmons once said everyone in this world is somehow connected, so why not just be nice to everybody? Preach on Richard. The truck, back, front, back, push it, pull it, push it, pull it, yeah! Come on, find your pelvis. I know you've got one, and it's okay to move it for heaven's sake. Yes! Here's a little coffee break for you. And something that's great for those thighs as well. Good to the very last drop. Hi, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Vondering. I'm here with Lance Epler. Lance, romance. I'm right here with all my friends. All my friends. We got a full deck today. Studio. Full deck. (laughs) To his right, Matt the Grand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are looking fan-freaking-tastic today. Some better than others. Some (laughs) <laughs> some of you are looking fantastic. Some of well, you are looking okay. Look, you know, look questionable. Some could look better. That's all right. And Evan Price, today I'm drinking. This is a new flavor of Lacroix right here. I actually don't know if this is pizza actually flavor. new, but it's new to me. It's guava Sao Paulo. It Whoa. is guava flavored. It is delicious. Where'd you pick this that up at? This is so good. I think Cassie got it at Costco. It's nice. over. If it's over at the Costco, not my Costco. I was just there yesterday. Oh, it it might have been Freddy's, Freddy's actually. Go, I think. Yeah. I think it was. It was either Co- we did a Costco and Freddy's trip this week, and it may have been Freddy's. Nice. Oh, but it's good. Nice. Watermelon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and over there, you have the pastique. Pastic? Watermelon. Watermelon. It's watermelon. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> We've got one more guest who is going to show. She's going to join us in what, about 30 minutes or so? That's if we cannot over talk. If the technology works. <laughs> <If> the techno- <laughs> We're so, running on the fly here today. It should be interesting. Um, Flawless we, technology. We have today. Y Racing events who will be joining us today. And Krissa will be jumping on with us in just a few. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, let's do some backpedaling. Lance, you raced yesterday. Go. I raced my bike. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> I went out Local to the. Racing, uh, yeah. The Coast Hills Classic. Um, it was in Newport, Oregon. We have had a wonderful, beautiful s- stretch of weather that ran out <laughs> the night before the race. Oh, timing. So, the last two days have been terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good. We need rain badly in this region. but yeah. um, I did a pre-ride on Saturday, and um, they actually... The course, it was a difficult course. It was a 10-mile lap that had 1,500 feet of elevation, and I had to do two laps... 3,000 feet in 20 miles on a mountain bike. That's a ton. And um, did the pre-ride, and the course was pretty fantastic and difficult and some difficult, like, um, uphill climbs and a lot of single track and flowy stuff. And once we finished the the pre-ride, the rain started and didn't stop for 18 hours. (laughs) So... Made for a dry course. It was an absolute... Mud fest. It was it was nasty, scary, dangerous. Were the climbs tricky in the mud? Um, there was one climb 
on a fairly fresh trail called Scratching Post because there's several trees with um, cougar <laughs> marks on them. Okay. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> That's and um, it was it was unrideable. You had to run up the whole friggin' thing. Wow. <laughs> I I I made it up about a third of the way the first lap, but it just deteriorated. And by the second lap, I ran the whole stinking thing. So. It was pretty crazy. A glorified triathlon then at that point. Yeah. yeah. It was basically a two and a half hour um, cyclocross race. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So muddy, so nasty, so crazy. Anyway. Getting ready for the fall. Yeah. yeah. But. Wait for but, it. Wait for it. You got a cup. I did. I won the cup. They gave you an old dirty cup. I get. Well, it has mud all over it. I was about to say, is that how they gave it to you? They're just like, <laughs> somebody drank out of this cup. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's metal. It's kind of cool. That's oh, this so. is a this is a hearty cup. I like yeah. this. Well, I mean, did, was it this dirty when they gave it to you? Uh, it was pouring rain. So, yeah. And, and they handed it to me, and I was covered in mud. That's hilarious. They, they literally handed that to me right after I finished. Uh, here you go. You won. Because this is such a cycling gift. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I did win the, the 50 plus category. Yeah. Um, wise gifts are so much better. Big shout out to Carissa. <laughs> yeah, right, wise, right. wise presents are much better than that. <laughs> so, but the only reason I won is because my nemesis, who I've been battling with uh, at every mountain bike ra- mountain bike race, um, Court Johnson, did not come. They let you have one, huh? Yeah, well, it's like it was- Woot versus MVP. It's just when <laughs> one doesn't show up, the other wins. Yeah, really, really hard in the uh, <laughs> in the Cat Two Fifty Pacific plus Northwest category. <laughs> Same thing. Actually, Court was there and did the pre ride with me, and uh, was planning on doing the race. And once it didn't stop raining, he texted me at like six in the morning and said, "I'm not coming." Smart good decision, man. Court. <laughs> it was probably Smart. a good decision. Smart decision. He has a big race coming up, and he didn't want to risk hurting himself. Plus, yeah. he already has the series Smart. title um, wrapped up, yeah. so um, so it didn't matter whether he was there or not. So he made a decision like, not to go. You know what? I've got this thing. One. Let's just let Lance have one. Yeah. <laughs> what He's was nice? He's well, a nice guy. I ended up battling with the teammate uh, Terry Hamness for oh, yeah. quite some time, mm-hmm. who is a much better bike handler than me. Um, I just outclimbed him a bit. Um, he caught me. <laughs> he caught me halfway through the first lap, and I thought, "Oh, this is gonna be fun. Me and Terry are just gonna battle." And um, we did this very sketchy downhill section where where there was like big berms and big jumps, and like it was a super fun trail if it's dry. Oh, but it yeah. was like clay based, and so every corner you had a tire sliding out or you just had to there were lots of corners you had like had to put a foot down and like tripod around things just so you didn't go down. This is why I don't mountain bike. <laughs> oh my gosh. Me and Matt would be guaranteed broken clavicle going in the first corner. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> there was several photographers. Leg over the bike before <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping that uh, good stuff will happen. So good anyway, uh, Terry ended up taking second behind me. Uh, teammate Brian Wise uh, was there. I think he was fourth in our group. Uh, we had lots of dialed people there. Paul first went and raced in the elites. He took second. Way to go, Paul. He's Let's across go, the room. Let's go, Paul. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Paul was actually... He's working f- on a bike over there, too. He's the only guy actually doing work here <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> Paul was actually fifth overall, so he did good really work, good. The numbers were down a bit because I think the rain kept people away. Um, and there were some other big races that happened this weekend. I saw so many funny pictures. Like, just 
just covered, covered in mud and dirt. And like, yes. I think Terry Ham just posted a picture of his kit. He threw it on the ground. Correct. It looked like somebody ran it through a wood, mud washer. <laughs> I mean, it was just yes. like, he's like, oh, wow, you got to take that home. I'm sorry. I my, my my seat on my bike had so, they had like a quarter inch of mud caked oh, on the seat because wow. I'm doing the descents and you stand. And so my butt gets covered in the mud. And then I sit on the seat and it all stuck to the seat. It was it was so crazy, but we had a good time. Uh, lots of teammates did well out there. Um, the, the Haydens were there. Uh, the Hamness brothers were there. Um, the Styles, Sean and and uh, Danny, and so it was. And uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. So that's cool. basically what happened with me. I did a bunch of other writing this week. Uh, even did the. Uh, um, How's your back feeling? It's um, it's improving. Okay, slowly. Take it. So, not bad after running uphill for that long too. Yes. That's, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was not a good thing for me to be running. It's different though because I'm running with I'm supported on a bike. Yeah. And you're kind of sloshing through the mud anyway. Yeah, it's more so. of a glorified hike at that yeah. point. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's it for me. Kepler out. Yep. Mr. Legrand. What I did, have, some, I did some things. What have you been up to? Uh, it was my wife's birthday this past week. Happy early. birthday, Kristen. Yep. Yep. She turned 40, so it was a big one. And uh, she wanted to go for a run for her birthday, which was awesome. We ran Heritage. She didn't run 40 miles, did she? No. I hope not. You know what she did? Uh, she was like kind of trying to figure out like what she could do. She's not going to run 40 miles. She's not going to run 40K. She's not going to bike 40 miles. So um, we ran in the morning. She actually did, I think, like 14 miles that morning or something like that. I did five or six with her. Along Heritage Trail, it was great. Oh wow! And uh, but she ended up with forty thousand steps for the day. <laughs> oh wow! Even okay. like that night, we were. She was like, "Well, I got just a little bit more. That's just a, a little lot bit more steps." She was, she was like walking around. <laughs> I don't even know what really. mileage that translates to, but that's a lot. Yeah, it's a big day. Yeah, and so yeah, she was like, you know, Ethan was skateboarding out, you know, front, and she was just kind of out walking around trying to get to her forty because she was close. Uh, other things, I biked the Beaches Ride, which we've talked about in here before. It's been a minute since I've done that. How was it? It was, um, it was fine. They did it on, well, they usually do it on Monday nights. And yeah. they're trying to do like Mondays and Wednesdays, I think. Oh, that's I'm cool. not exactly sure because I can never make Wednesdays, but I made it for some reason. And that was awesome. And I, um, what else did I do? Um, I rode with Dave Goodman. We did on Thursday, instead of doing the dialed flogging ride, we did like our own big loop, which was really nice and fun. Uh, and then f- kind of finished at the flogging ride and kind of made fun of you guys because you guys had to start your ride. Right. So but you got to see good. everybody. But you get to, you know, you get the whole, all the social pieces. Yes. Without all the flogging. <laughs> so that was good. There was like 40 people there or something in yeah. a big group. And yeah. then on Saturday, I went and hung out with the dial triathlon team. Which was really fun. Really long drive out to Horseshoe Lake. Yeah. And uh, this is a prompt for me and Cassie. Like me and Matt talked, is we're equidistant from Fallen Leaf or Horseshoe. Yeah. For Matt, so either way. Fallen Leaf is right. Thirty seconds. Fall out of his bed. Yeah. You fall out. You're in, in the lake. You just got to start swimming. <laughs> but um, but Horseshoe Lake was further up, and uh, there's some nice things about it. Like the biking up there was. That's just, the nice part about it. You can bring your bike and make a day. It's pancake out of it. flat, and it's definitely like you know I was there with all the triathletes, so it's like all TT bikes, and I'm on my road bike, and you know mm-hmm. everyone would tuck in, and I'm just like, I guess we are going hard, and you know hopped on your <laughs> yep. wheel a couple times, 
and hung on as long as I could. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was super fun. Ran after, too. Ran afterwards. So full six triathlon. Pace. You know, six minute pace. Flying at for, six minutes. Actually, sub six minutes. Let's, let's not talk about how far I made it at six minutes. You know, pace. no, but it was just, you know, you came off the bike. <laughs> until, you until came off the bike at sub six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> until we got to the skate park, which I had to check out. So I had to stop. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So there's that. Uh, yeah, all in all, good week of training. And uh, long run yesterday was, I think, only six miles. So there's still you know, solid. Yeah, and I've got some doctor's appointments this week, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> got to get this cankle. Got to get this cankle get fixed. Cankle. They're, they're exploring all kinds of, you know, Blade Runner options. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I can't wait to see that on your YouTube channel. Yes, yeah. it's going to be huge. We'll see. Like, we've got peg leg technology. We've got carbon fiber Blade Runner technology, mm-hmm. you know. Um, oh yeah, me, I, me and Kristen are in full support of you just there's, amputating it and going uh, with experimental medicine. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna blend my DNA with a um, c- what is the it, lizard that can grow regrow limbs? Is that, like, is that geckos? Like a, I think lizards. geckos can do that. Can't they? <laughs> lizard? Any lizard? Like a type of reptile. Lizard. <laughs> they regrow tails. Okay, well they're they're gonna. Bl- I'm gonna grow a tail. <laughs> Instead of Achilles, so yeah, so I've got all kinds of stuff happening I, this week. I think I saw week. I saw an Instagram post of a lady who um, lost both her legs below the knee, mm-hmm. and um, she had a set of legs that made her like six three. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> She's normally like she was like five eight, and she made she had a set of like like fancy legs that were yeah. in high heels and like oh, longer, wow. and so it made her that even is taller. So cool. <laughs> so you're saying you I have go, to be man. taller? Yeah. Okay. If, if I want to be taller, all I got to do is. Yep. Double amputee. There you okay. go. There you go. <laughs> Take both the ankles. That's it. Matt could be 6'3". Price, this how about you? Amputee talk. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Price? Price, did you do anything this Good. week? Um, no, just last week of the build before going off to Des Moines, trying to wrap up some things at work so I can leave on Thursday we fly out. You tape. You feel like you're starting to taper a little bit? Yeah, my tapers are always super short. So today was kind of my last um, workout. Uh, speed run. I'll do a similar swim workout and then easy bike basically the rest of the week with like one little bit of interval in the bike did you go to the track this morning yep pouring rain still gotta do it so how'd it go well, it was fine chopped down from 71 to 68 so. okay that's good actually in the rain i was pretty happy with that and yeah. the legs being smoked from i yeah. i cannot wait to not do the bike workouts i've been torturing myself <laughs> with on the trainer <laughs> This is like the 15th time I've done a sweet spot workout on the trainer in these builds to these two races. And this one was eight by eight minutes in the Aerotuck. It's just mind-numbingly awful yeah, boring. It is so boring. And it is. I am so glad that these are done and that I'm just going to be riding. Work. you got to do the work. I know. Man. it's good. To, I'm so excited to now get on the road bike and just go on pointless 80-mile rides with just climbs and not having to worry about <laughs> sitting in the Aerotuck for that long ever, until the end of the season races how uh how was your run off the bike on saturday with the triathlon group it was good because it was actually kind of sticky and humid it was out there so i was sweating a lot so i got very dehydrated and still held low 540 pace okay. for almost a 10k i chopped it off just before the 10k because when i, I like, when i was running and like we peeled off and i went a different direction i was like oh it's hot out here evan's gonna have yeah. a horrible run and he's gonna feel like he's like yeah it's gonna you know cause it's hard to blame like you don't think to blame the weather sometimes when yeah the weather was really i was at because i was noticing how humid it was getting i was actually pretty happy because i wasn't feeling good and kept on looking down at the pace i'm like oh i'm still running okay. exactly where i need to be so because that could be similar yeah. weather where it's you're going. it's probably it going to be, be similar it in Des be, it's going to be yeah. humid and sticky yeah. there right yeah it'll it be, be typical midwest weather so yeah, yeah. but outside of that Looks like the swim's going to be non-wetsuit, so oh, that's not here we go you. again. That is, yeah, it's okay. I've got 
everything with lined up. Lizard technology to. with a tail that makes you go faster in the I water. I just need to go back in time <laughs> and start swimming when I was eight, seriously. Right. That was what I need to do is I need to go back in time and tell my eight-year-old self, you need like, to join swim get, team. Forget the skateboard. Yeah, the that's water. exactly what I need to tell myself is ditch the skateboard, kid. You're not going to be good at it. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't, I didn't have too mm. much go on this last week other than we did the gravel ride on Tuesday. That was fun. That was a blast as usual. We did the flogging ride on Thursday. Fun as usual. Oh, yes, it was. Um, and I was it Saturday morning, woke up. Morning was getting off to a great start, and then all of a sudden, I just got punched upside the head with a case of vertigo. So that was fun. Oh, oh. shoot. Yeah, On so. Saturday? Oh, that's what the Strava title meant. I was, yeah, okay. Yeah. I assumed. That. You wrote so, anyway? Well, this was probably, I don't know, like eight o'clock in the morning that mm-hmm. it, it kind of set in. And I was supposed to go to um, watch my son. He was having his early birthday party with his buddies. We're going to go do go karting. And I was going to go there and take pictures. And I couldn't even get off the couch. I was yeah. just spun. I've heard go, like go karting is probably not a good care for. Vertigo. Well, I wasn't going to go kart. I was <laughs> I just going to yeah. sit there <laughs> and, and take pictures. But I couldn't Flying even sit in the car to go do that. So I, I kind of got that sorted out. Um, started feeling a little bit better. And then, like, you know, I'm just going to sit down at the computer instead and finally busted up that stupid video that I've been working on for way I too long. I watched it this morning. It was great. Yeah. So um, got that mostly wrapped up while well, set up for me to finish yesterday. But um, started feeling a little bit better later on and decided I was good enough to go out for an easy ride. And as I was riding, I was I felt tired. I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with vertigo before, but it just sucks the life out of you. Like yeah, you feel fun. like you want to <laughs> throw fun. up and, and sometimes you do. Um, yeah. And then... It Matt really saved me on my last vertigo saved, bout. Yeah. Saved your life. Yeah, Lance, saved Lance, my life. Lance was so tired, he <laughs> laid in somebody's front yard when he had vertigo. No, I, threw <laughs> I puked up. in somebody's oh, front yard. Oh, I puked and then laid yeah. down in somebody's front yard. <laughs> so I got rid of all of the, the dizziness kind of stuff, did the little Epley deal, and then um, started feeling good enough to go out on the bike because I needed to you know, stay tried and true to my whole, like, let's do this ride thing every single day. Yeah, How? what number are you at? Uh, today will be 300. Oh, wow. Yeah. 65 more. <laughs> yeah, it's only 65 more. It's like Sean, Sean Martin, yep. Sean, yeah, just you and Sean. Okay. Yeah. So um, I just went ahead and went out and did an easy ride. And as the ride kept going, I felt better and better. And then it was uh, like it was a warm day, but it started to rain. So it was like a warm rain. I'm like, this yeah. is really nice. So I ended up staying out for about a half an hour longer than I had. It's been very warm rain. Yeah. Yeah. So. Today's rain was ri- it's a, like hot out there with the rain. Yeah, it's strange. It's warm. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that was my week. Nothing. Uh, crazy to, to report just looking forward to another fun week um i think have, have you guys looked at the forecast coming up We've like got starting on wednesday one more day of rain or something and it looks nice it's gonna yeah. be like in the 80s for the next like weeks like for the foreseeable future so yeah i'm going to sun river with a family next week nice. so really? it should be good weather there yeah. and yeah. my whole family is like coming from alabama i'm like excited to just It'll be dry beautiful chill and, and not work yeah and, do stuff like i'm actually trying to decide which race to do next weekend and one of them is in bend okay which, yeah. one, which one you should do the best of both oh that's right oh that's right up your alley well it's it's actually you have to do that it's one. a three-stage race but all in one you mm-hmm. do a you do a uh, a gravel ride and then a road ride and then a mountain bike ride with a transition zone where you can swap between bikes. This is good. We can That's compare saying, yeah. transitions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like your old triathlon days. Or you're going to yeah. go do a criterion. Or it's there's last a, about 45 minutes. Danny, Danny, <laughs> or Danny there's a You'll have more fun in bend. Yeah. bend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll have more fun in bend. So yeah, I know. You can meet up with us for dinner or something. But it's like an 88 mile course, which is long for me. Just make it a training day. Yeah. Long training day. Fun. It's, a long, anyway. it's a long course, but 
I haven't fun. decided which one to do yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. Let's move on. Um, we've got a little bit longer before we bring Chris on, and we're getting really close to the start of this, this tour. bicycle race that they oh, do. June twenty sixth. You'll be gone next week. I'll be gone next week, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then after that, the tour starts. Right. Yep. So yes. we're gonna do some picks. So we have to do our picks now. This is our last chance. Wait, I'm not yep. ready. You're never gonna be ready. <laughs> I'm never gonna be ready. So what's the what's the criteria here? We want to run through. I don't know if we're going to talk about podium. too much more. We're we'll just going to podium. do podium. We should do podium. We'll podium. We should do polka dot jersey. We should do polka sprint dot jersey. Sprint, and then I think we should do a dark horse. And who's going to be the best team? All right, I got all my best picks. team. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's I don't start, know about dark horse. Let's start with the like podium. I'm going to write this down because Evan always tries to change his mind and yeah, tell us yeah, if yeah, he picks somebody else. Yeah, you've got to change your mind a couple times. I'm by far the most researched for this and will perform the poorest by far. Yes. That is the only thing that we know. And anybody I pick is the immediate kiss of death. Are they you will. picking Chris Froome? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a list pick? of people who will not be at the top. I, I would be shocked if they pick. There is still some decisions that have to be made by the teams, but this is... The closest start list that we have so far right now that I've been looking at, and Chris Room is not on it. Um, I would be surprised at this point if they actually bring Chris Room. I think he's just going to focus on the Vuelta, and I think that I've read an article where I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be their final decision. He's not in good enough shape right now to be in the tour. He's getting dropped off at every climbing stage in the criterion. That's a dark horse right there. He's not even going to. Cool, that's the darkest what if he just, of horses. He's just gonna show up from the crowd and just bring a bike. <laughs> yeah, no team. Just jump in. If no he nothing. finishes a stage, you win the dark horse pick. <laughs> Chris Froome makes it to the finish line of a stage. We so. all know that he can run with his bike or without his bike. <laughs> he ran up barely. Zokalong or something. Yeah. Guy's strong. Yeah. What? Oh Look god. What climb was that? I forget what climb that was. Yeah. Okay, so Evan, who's your? Uh, well, let's let's start with uh, your podium. Should we start with the podiums? Yeah, yeah. because the, the the more interesting conversations come after the podiums. I'm going th- a very boring podium one two until we get to three. So one, Pogacha, strongest guy in the world. The end. Like it's it's if something bad does not happen to him, he will win the Tour de France. Roglic is number two. Number three, Richie Port. Richie Port. Richie Port. Okay. On his own team, he might be considered the even fourth option. But I will <laughs> He's go. He's not even the Richie leader Port. of his own team. Richie Port's not even the second guy on his team. Oh. Richie Port <laughs> will be third at the Tour de France. He, I, I love like that he you said that. that he was. He said he was going to ride for his teammate, and his oh, he's teammate is—is is it Carapaz? Carapaz. Carapaz. Thomas, you know, G and is going to be there. And Tao Gegenhart, G. who could all arguably be ahead of Richie Port. I will say, Richie Port will be the last Ineos guy standing because something bad's going to, I would I hate to say this, every grand, something bad's going to happen to Carapaz. G cannot climb with the, the best. Richie can. Richie's going to leave G, and then Ineos is going to be like, all right, we got all this firepower. We got to support Richie. Wow. So that's not what's going to happen. But anyway, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> just <so> kidding. <laughs> Go for it, man. I agree with Evan in that the easy picks are just Pojakar, Roglic. Like, that's like that's where the race is. The like, that's all, all eyeballs are on them. Scratch those off of my list. Oh, okay. 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 Because yeah. that's too easy. That's too easy. Because that's, that's too smart. That's, that's, <laughs> well, David Goodman told me that he thinks uh, Roglic is going to crash out. Okay. David's been saying that for a while, too. I actually think that's funny. an awesome prediction. All right. I'm going to go with Richie Port winning the whole thing. That's okay. <laughs> you can't one-up me here. <laughs> Please tell me you're going to set up that pool again so that we can actually put and some then, money on this. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, it's a whole bunch of dark horse picks. Well, sort of. Uh, Wilco Kilderman. 
That's actually not. Uh, that's I don't a great pick, in my opinion. No, that's a good pick. Okay, pick. Yeah. I don't think it's great. He could finish. Kellerman's great. He could finish on yes. the podium. He could finish way 20th. off the back. Who yeah. knows? And then I'm going to go uh, Carapaz. Yeah. So two Ineos on the two Ineos on the two Ineos is not a bad. When, when you look at Ineos's team, if this tour shows us any like prior but, Sky stuff, but when we get to our polka dot jersey, I'm going to hedge my bets and yeah. and pick uh, Pochacar. You going to take Poji? Yes, because I just think. I think he's by far. I mean, there's a good chance he's going to win. If he does, he's going to get polka dot jersey. Sure, like, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just so such an easy pick. Although, and I also don't know who else to pick. Right? It's like my other thoughts were like um, maybe Roman Bardet, maybe, but he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, your pick, I think, is going to be really good. I'll let you give your pick. I know who your pick is going to be for polka dot jersey. I really like that pick. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Anyway, yep. What's what's your pick? Um, I'd like to go with the Slovenians as well because that's what everybody says. But um, it, it's some. It can't. It can't happen again. It's going to. Yeah. It can't happen. Something's going to go on. Pogac is crazy strong right now. He's strong. Make he, your picks. He's stronger yeah. than he was last year. Yeah. Based okay, on. I'm going, I'm going Pojakar first. Yeah, you have to. Oh, gotcha. You have to. And then I'm going Mikhail Landa. Oh, good. Good pick. And then I'm he's going. Strong. Roglic, he'll finish, but he's gonna he he's gonna third. finish third. He's gonna be very disappointed. Evan, who's your dark horse? My dark horse. Or do you guys want to hear my picks first? Go, yeah. go, go. I'm gonna say that Roglic is gonna win it. He's gonna come back and he's gonna get yeah. sweet redemption because I think Jumbo Visma is gonna it's learn a little bit more, and I think that they're a better overall team than yep. uh, what Pogaccia is looking at with UAE. So I think that they're gonna kind of shuffle the deck a little bit, and I think that they're gonna come back and don't yeah. try to smart this out. That's just what's going to happen. I'm just you, telling you, you what's going to happen. You just got to go with your gut. Right. And, you <laughs> and, 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 gonna take... and Jumbo Wiesman, like they know how to work together. Yes. It's not a whole bunch of attitudes. Yeah. So, so and then you got Pogaccia taking second. And I'm going to take Alaphilippe. I think Alaphilippe's going to oh, be kind of like be quietly good. in mm-hmm. the, the wings waiting. And I think that he doesn't he's... know how to quietly do anything. Yeah. Well, He'll loudly be in the wings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then now let's Dark Horse. What you got, Evan? Enrique Moss. From movie star, That's not it's bad. it's a soft dark horse because he is going to be leading them, but he's still very young. Really, last year was his first year on the scene. He proved at the Vuelta that he can hang with the best. Uh, I was even close to dropping Richie from my podium and putting Enrique Moss there. So he's he's my strong dark horse pick. He's a I have a he's a light horse. <laughs> I have a very dark horse. Go for it. Uh, Got to pick an American. Seb Kuss Ooh. is going to. I like it. So here's what's yep. going to happen. Rogic is going to crash out. Only if Rogic crashes out. This is a great this pick, this is, actually. That's, true. And then that's like, a wonderful dark horse yeah. pick. So yep. Rogic crashes like out, and then it's like fair game. Yep. There Only is, problem, uh, I don't think Seb can time trial. And there's well, Kreuzvik. Um, Kreuzvik's still there. Uh, yeah. He's still on Jumbo. Seb stronger. Seb stronger. I don't know, man. I like that a lot, Matt. That's a great dark horse. It's a fun pick. My picks are all about fun picks. Exactly. Accuracy. Who knows? How about you, Hep? Dark horse, Baki, Malema. Oh, yeah. Guy's done 4,000 tours by now, I think. He knows the tour pretty well. I'm not picking Egon Bernal because he is not going. No, he's not going to be sitting on his couch watching. He is going to be watching. Here's some, some other primary missing characters is Pino's team director at FDJ, who the the French star and French hope, uh, his director said he has a one in one million chance at starting starting the tour, not winning the tour, for who? starting the tour for Pino. Oh, really? Bardet crickets from AG2R. I don't either. think Bardet will be there. Um, Those guys yeah. are just 
perennial like disappointments. Though. I know. <laughs> I just feel so bad. Pino will write some really sad biography book in like 10, 20 years talking about how just like the weight of the country's expectations. French, sad French music playing I know, in the background. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to end up being the most talented cyclist with the least results of this generation. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to take Carapaz as my dark horse. So. I, I don't good. know if that's necessarily it's a, a light horse, horse, but it's a light, a horse, light horse, but I like it. That's okay. Yeah. I Me and Jacob have light horses. Yeah, I think that's yeah. where, where... I think anybody who's not Slovenian should be considered a dark horse in this race. Yeah. So. Okay. Who's taking the green jersey, Evan? Um, Caleb Ewan is taking the green jersey. He's already oh. proven through the early parts of the season that he can climb. He's capable of climbing. Sam Bennett's knee injury, I think, will keep him out. And Mark Cavendish can't ride a bicycle anymore. So uh, he just won I'm like just two stages talking. in the in tour the, of in the, the tour Belgium. of Alabama. I don't know. Like, people. I thought tour it was the of tour Alabama. of Turkey. He won. I don't even I don't remember what tour it was. Tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. pick, Price. Good pick. You're, you're yeah. wrong. But yeah, he's he he smoked the dial train in in tour of Walla Walla. <laughs> Mark Cavendish coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, what you got for green? Wout Van Art, because he's going to also be oh my God. smart. So if Roglic goes out, like no one's protecting him anymore, and then it's like fair game. Wout can do whatever he wants to, and what does Wout like to do? Everything he likes hinges to on Roglic crashing. Everything hinges on Roglic bike handling skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like both of Matt's little uh, secondary Random picks, picks. Yeah. yeah, those are good. Yep. Wout can sprint, and if he's he can not, do whatever he wants, if he can he's win not any working, stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So crazy. Yep. Um, I'm not sure Sam Bennett's going to be there because that's who I would pick for the green yep. jersey uh, to repeat. But if he's not going to be there, then I'm going Matthew Vanderpool. Smart. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of intermediate work there he could do. Yep. And they might choose. I know originally he said he's going to chase stages. But he's not. He's but not if be, he gets some intermediate points, I right. bet he's going to switch gears and say, I want the jersey. Yeah, yeah. he might. He yeah. just did the Tour de Swiss and won two mm-hmm. stages back to back and then got a cold and pulled out. So that he could be rested for the tour. So I'm going Vanderpool. I'm going to say that last year was an off year, and I think that he's got another one in him. I'm going to go with Sagan. No. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think that last year he's was an off year. Two percent chance. He's got a lot, a lot to prove. A lot two percent chance. He's angry. Maybe not he's happen. not necessarily going to win the sprints, but I think that he's going to be there at the with end the with the points. Yep. Ugh, Caleb, Caleb can climb right with him. Caleb will be there. Caleb him in all those cannot sprints. climb to save his life. Caleb is cannot pre- climb to nope. save his life. Previous years he cannot climb. This last year, I forget it was in a couple of the one days he was up there on some of those shorter climbs. One day, one day races. <laughs> yeah, that, that, this is true. He's not proven that he can make it. He might be there the first three, yeah. for two or three days, but he's going to be like he's going to miss the time cut he'll be on there. stage yeah. fifteen. This is when Caleb Ewan <laughs> comes of age and wins. We, the right. Rangers. we didn't talk about best young rider. Uh, That's another one I like. I don't. He's got to be on my list. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, well, let's run around real quick too, because we what? don't have too much more time here. Polka what about dot. the the, yeah. the dot jersey, King of the Mountains, Louis mm. Mikey's for me. M e i n t j e s. Guy used to ride on Team Quebec. Very young South African, crazy strong climber. I was going to say Sep originally, but I thought about it more. If oh, I pick yeah. Roglic to be second, the problem with Sep is yeah, I can't. I can't have both. Yeah, because he'll he'll tail off on every well and he'll just stay in the peloton he yes. won't he won't be in breakaways louis is their leader but he knows i mean he's a perennial top 10 like maybe maybe could be top 10 gotcha so he's gonna get in breakaways okay matt you already said pogaccia yes Are you i'm stick hedging with that? my bets because i <laughs> if he wins the whole thing which is very likely, likely right yeah. he's probably getting the poker jersey the <laughs> then he's also getting the poker jersey how about you hep i'm going with pogaccia uh hep you're you're 
no, those are just like a clean. That's a clean pick you got yeah. there. Yeah. These guys are also you're, you're you're assuming that there's not going to be a climber that likes to get in the breakaways because that's the sneaky thing with the polka dot jersey. If there's a climber yeah. that gets in a bunch of breakaways, that's the guy who wins the polka dot. Yeah, Dan Martin. Dan Martin's yeah. a great pick for this, uh, even yeah. though I don't think Dan's going to be there. Who's the other oh, really? one? Uh, yeah, I who's think the other guy who got in the break? He gets in the break Julian all Al the time. The, doing something crazy like that, like getting in a lot of Danish breaks. Writer. Yeah. Uh, anyway. anyway. Yeah, things don't go right for him. I got Pogaccia too, guys. I'm sorry. That's that's boring picks, but it it's facts. It's Let's go, gonna Louis. That's going to be my point breaker. I need Louis Mikey's to win the poke at hot. First right. day of the tour, we think, is June 26th, right? Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do teams real quick? Run around the yep. teams? Oh, yeah. We should definitely do teams. Okay. Uh, go for it, Evan. Who do you think? That's yeah, going to be Ineos. Ineos? Yeah. They're just so, too strong top so and bottom. I don't know. Because I we're all picking the same two teams, right? It's one of those it's two ju- teams. It's, it's jumbo. But here's the thing. Ineos has got a whole bunch of egos, whereas oh, we yeah. know that Jumbo Visma can work together. They're willing to like sacrifice the team. Right That's yeah. teamwork. Yeah, I think Ineos is more talented. I'm going to put Ineos down for mine. Ineos, tough call, tough call. Because here's the thing: is Jumbo Visma works together, which is why I think they won't win the team category. You nailed it. Because yeah, they're going to have a lot of guys that will shell themselves and lose a lot of time. Ineos, every but guy in there is trying to think about their overall position. All, so they're all, there's, they, they're, their four climb, five climbers are all going to be closer to the front of the, the race. But if the team finishes with three athletes, this just, is true. You know, yeah. If, well, yeah, if they shell themselves out, and yeah. they're crashing out good and they're points, going, they're descending hard. And How about yeah, you? Have, I'm going risk. Jumbo Visma just so that okay. we don't, I'll pick Ineos. Ineos, yeah. All right. We got a nice little balance there. I got Jumbo as well. Right. Jumbo. I thought that might happen. Good, good. All right. I like our odds. Jake, you didn't write down your picks. He he already wrote them oh, down before. Wrote them down. Gotcha. I had them all hidden for okay. you. So you yeah, can, yeah. Could cheat, I could cheat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. Okay. So Lance, I'm gonna let you go ahead and uh, do your thing real quick. Um, or not you? Just can you go call that guy that that Champ Bailey guy? That Champ Bailey guy's awesome. Thing, and then he's, I'm gonna go he's work fantastic. on getting. Let's bring him back. Why racing on here? So okay. Champ here. All right, Champ. That's all. Champ you here. That's it. I like that little <laughs> quick one. Champ here. <laughs> Champ is here. All right, so uh, the big news from this week, there were uh, the Tour de Suisse wrapped up. Guess who won it? Carapaz. Carapaz won it. But yeah. did you guys see he didn't look good at the last on the last stage? No, not all that not good. Not in dominating fashion, yeah. Right? Didn't, and it was a climbing TT or something, wasn't it? Like right. He, yeah, so to me, that's like, uh, I hope that yeah. he, but who tours won, are long. Who They're, won that climbing TT? It was um, uh, somebody uh, just ripped it. I don't remember. I'm yeah. not sure. Taco. His name was Taco. Taco. <laughs> Talker Van der uh, was also the Tour de Suisse, but uh-huh. he pulled out because okay. the birth of his first child was happening. So kudos to him. How many times is he going to use the excuse of the birth of the first child? <laughs> Come on, he's been <laughs> world champion. He's won almost every race. I feel like he pulled out of some race, like, or <laughs> maybe he. For the know. birth of his other first child. For the birth of his <laughs> other first child. I'm totally wrong about that. I'm sure lots so of people correct that, me. That was kind of exciting. Um, here in the States, um, we had the Tulsa Tough series of crit races. Did you guys okay. watch any of this? Um, I, I watched I some s- of the like little highlights from it. Didn't, and that's um, the results. Legion like dominate? Just destroyed the They won race. every day. Yeah. Ugh. They won every ra- every that, pro race they won. It's just yeah. a cool team. Yeah. It it's is. just a cool team. So. And they were even, there's been, if you've been tracking on Instagram, there's been a little bit of back and forth there. Did with, you watch that video from uh, Corey Williams? I did. That's that's what I, I saw. I think I watched oh, it like 30 it. times. Yeah. Because, yeah. obviously, because they are dominating, they are getting the some target. hate. Yeah. And yeah. and somebody rolled up. Corey was like riding at like 32 miles an hour and, and like a fifth wheel, and somebody rolled up and just told him off. Yeah. 
and he just barked right back at him. Yeah. You know, there are some egos I love, in, in I love, yeah. I love this crit racing culture right now that's like, I don't know. I think for for cycling to grow as a sport in America, it's got to have that that edge to it, that that trash talk, that that aggression to it. Yeah. And I love that because Legion comes in and they they do it responsibly, but like they they rub people the wrong way over the last couple of years. A couple that have to race them. I think it's because when you get your butt absolutely handed to you by this team again and again, that's why you're getting rubbed the wrong way. It's not because they're doing it. I mean, I know guys will talk about the uh, Caleb. Um, I forget his last name. One of their guys who's a big part of their train is kind of their their like bodyguard. He's he's a physical racer. Somebody's like, yeah. But this is because when you watch some of those videos, look, guys will come into their train and do some shady stuff. I but mean, there you you can't dominate every race without chopping some wheels. Oh yeah, without, without doing without, some stuff. You yeah, know, <laughs> closing down a corner without you, you don't you don't do that. So you know that stuff's going on. But that's that's crit racing, yeah. especially that level. That's what happens. So, yeah. Pretty crazy. The crazy thing, the, the the second day, they they pushed the pace the entire race. Mm-hmm. They they were at the front the entire race, did all the work, and then still took first, second, third, and fourth. Yeah. On that on that second day, which we need, is we need to bring in some European teams because amazing. The American teams can't handle this. Also, <laughs> the Legion women's team won I every day too. as yeah. well. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah. they dominated. Plus, they had a rider that won two days in the Cat Three races. I mean. Legion just kind of dominated those crit races. So. I think it'd be really cool if America kind of stuck itself at the forefront of like international crit racing. If it just really started to made like a big time sponsored Red Bull Rockstar, I don't care what energy drinks right. I jump in there and sponsor it, crit series and made it international and said like, hey, like bring teams, you know, make it a time of the year where teams can come. And make it a legit thing. I tell you, there were there were thousands of people there. It was yeah, a big party atmosphere. It Gravel was racing in America is like doing normal. that. Yep. Yeah, we got Lawrence Tandam at a race. That's a right. bona fide world tour rider at gravel racing here. We can make crit racing that same thing. Pretty pretty crazy. Crit racing is way more exciting to watch in gravel racing. Other than too. that, I got nothing else to talk about. Champ U- out USA Triathlon Yay. selections coming up but that hasn't happened this yet. week <laughs> hey lance why don't you Sorry. go grab our, yeah. our little patreon jar real quick we'll get that out of the way and then we'll bring chris on here from why racing to talk about all things why um the patreon drawing this week will be another um pull out of the grab bag of goodies in there if you win just give us a shout and uh, we'll let you know what's in there or you can swing on by the lab if you're actually local here and then uh we'll uh we'll get y'all set up so we've got it pretty boiled down there's not too many names left in there and the winner is evan's pulling it out right now i'm folding chris it. Surratt. chris surratt chris oh. surratt our gravel racing extraordinaire yeah, i wonder how down. he's feeling after he's unbound. still he's still dealing with quite a bit of fatigue yeah but um but man what an experience yeah doing well yeah cool so chris reach out to us and we'll uh, let you pick out whatever you want out of that little bag of goodies or that box of goodies and if you yourself listening to this right now are interested in becoming a patron you can go to dialedpodcast.com and there's a link there for our patreon you can get yourself set up get yourself entered into the weekly drawing now it looks like we do it every single week and uh, get yourself some goodies and we do like sincerely like like really really appreciate everybody who has been supporting this yeah. and we've got a bunch of patrons and it's just awesome i love it Good, good times. So. Speaking of unbound gravel, um, both Colin Strickland and Travis McCabe went to Tulsa, did the crits. Really? <laughs> a week after doing unbound, Jeez. they went to Tulsa and did the crits, and both placed in the top 15. That's amazing. Yeah. Just even be in the conversation there. Oh. 
What the gotcha. heck? I know, man. They must be dead. They must be tired. <laughs> I mean, it's total different distance. It's but. completely opposite energy systems. Yeah. 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 So we're waiting for uh, for Krista to jump on. It should just be a few more moments here. While we do that, um, oh, hold on. Looks like she actually might be joining us right now. What about how, how that's perfect timing right there? <laughs> pretty yeah, impressive. timing. Let's see. Um, let's see here. All you need to do is move that tile. That's, yeah, we're gonna just take that off here. So yeah, there's Krista. There she is. Okay, hey. there we go. <laughs> right. Okay, I figured it out. Cool. Look at that, nice. and there's no audio sounds echo. Great. That sounds awesome. Fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Um, Carissa, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Good to have you here. Um, We are all big fans of Y Racing, especially the guys sitting across the table from me, a couple uh, triathlon We do talk about Y Racing a lot on this this podcast, (laughs) for sure. That makes Um, me so happy. Cool. So we just wanted to kind of run through with you a bunch of stuff. I mean, I I personally have a bunch of questions, and I'm sure that Evan and Matt and Lance all have a bunch as well. Um, So I'll let you guys start, but I I really want to – well, maybe I'll just ask you my question real quick. How are you yeah. doing post-pandemic? You're just now getting back into racing. I've actually been out to your last two events, and it's it, there's like a buzz in the air. It like, seems like people are super excited to be out there. How are things going on your end? Um, the hustle is really hard, actually, right now. But, but it's starting to – I feel like every day there's a little bit brighter light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm sure that – I mean, I know that's how everybody feels right now coming out of waking up from the pandemic. But um, it is getting easier. Permitting has been extremely hard. We'll have one county that's really um, ready to open up and excited about having people at their parks. And then we'll have another county that's just not ready for it yet. Yeah, look at that big giant logo there. Sorry I know. That. Look at that. <laughs> wow. Hi, Y Racing. Yeah. <laughs> face. Yeah, we don't need to see Lance. Yeah, no, please right, cover right me. There. That's yeah, perfect. There you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you can cover me. Look at that. So, so, so um, so the permitting part of it's been, you know, the biggest shuffle. I mean, we went through what we went through with PDX try was I can't, I, I w- dare I say what would happen next because what would happen next just continued to happen. It was so almost we, laughable what you went through to pull that race off. And what's awesome is how cool, calm and collected you were the entire time. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed you got to swim together there too Chris or when we were I think it was two weeks before the race I went and swam at Vancouver Lake and I saw some like green algae bloom there you didn't mm-hmm. say anything I almost wanted to just like pretend like I didn't I didn't even want to send anything to you nothing I was just like this just didn't happen this isn't there yeah. it'll go away tomorrow <laughs> and it did not go away so Evan I did the same thing every week yeah. I was going down there I'm like that's what is that that's yeah I'm like this will go away that's not green yeah. that's not green no. <laughs> and, then ni- and then we had unseasonable um, hot weather, then 90 yeah. degrees hit. And I was and like, no, no. And no rain for like two weeks, which did <laughs> yeah. not help. Okay, so let no. me understand this. So the PDX triathlon was supposed to happen in Portland. Blue but, Lake. But Blue Lake, Lake, yeah. At Blue Lake. And they oh, yeah. wouldn't give you permit, so you moved it to the state of Washington right across no, the no. border. Oh, there was oh, a step no. between okay, yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, I want to know the story because this is <laughs> yeah. interesting. You missed a step. So we, when pandemic hit, we obviously went to all of our permitting agencies, all the counties, each agency also, or each event has multiple layers of agencies that we have to work with. And um, every, almost everybody was on board for PDX try to happen, except the park, except Blue Lake. They uh, were, okay. so Metro, uh, Metro was the biggest pushback. Um, so Multnomah County, everybody that we work with in Fairview, everybody else is on board, but um, 
that we couldn't get in the water. They were not going to permit anything for us to use the water at Blue Lake. So they said, but we might be able to permit you if you wait until July. So we were like, ugh, that is like the kiss of death for Blue Lake because there's allergy that happens there. Yes. So, so we, we thought early on, let's just get ahead of this. Um, we're going to have to, you know, hope that blue out the allergy doesn't happen at Blue Lake in July. So we're going to flip it. We're going to have Blue Lake and Hag Lake flip dates. So we were going to stay at the same location, but we were going to do Hag Lake first in June and then Blue Lake in July. And then it came, then nothing was happening with pandemic that was opening things up, especially in the state of Oregon. And we already were successful with flipping and moving. We have moved multiple events. So we moved um, Spring Classic out of Oregon and into Washington and to Vancouver Lake. So, which was, I don't know, you guys tell me, I felt like it was a really good move for the event and it will have a forever home there. Um, like, there's like I'm more very room. biased because it's right next to my house, so yeah. I think that that should be yeah. a forever move. <laughs> well, it's like there's more room and better parking out there than where yeah. it was happening on Marine Drive. So I, yeah, it looked like a good move to me. It, you know, you have the same. Um, there's still some homeless people that live down yeah. back on the backside of the lake, but it's not the situation that Portland's dealing with because that that's a whole another. Yeah, you know. It's a travesty. Like you can't go down Marine Drive and not have there's there's actual. I feel like I call them like new developments. There's new home housing developments yeah. along Marine Drive on our on the Spring Classic um, on the course. start and finish yeah. on the actual course. I saw some so, pictures posted this weekend too of yeah. just some stuff that people were seeing on the 205 bridge, and it was just like mind blowing. Like all the hypodermic yeah. needles. Marine and, Drive, and, Drive is pretty different. Yeah. So I know I think it was David so Goodman actually had a ride out there recently where he was saying he had asked me if that was actually the Blue Lake course. He was like, "That's going to be a little strange." Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thankfully sorry. we're down far enough in Blue Lake, so we won't. And if that's a situation, yeah. which I don't know how it can't be a situation, there mm-hmm. were homes, and this is it's not laughable. None of this is laughable, except mm-hmm. there were there were um, mobile homes, trailers with hanging baskets. They were decorating like they're not leaving. Yeah. So yeah. that yeah, I mean, they're staying there for a while. <laughs> they're staying a there for a while. Yeah. Okay. So sorry to digress. So we so we flip flop the dates. We thought we were sitting pretty good. Then as things progressed, because you know everything was changing weekly, everything continues to change weekly, and um, we it came to, we came to realize that we probably weren't going to be able to produce at Blue Lake because they made the announcement that they weren't going to pr- allow anything for the month or for the year of 2021. So. Then we started having our conversations with Hag Lake and they said, you know, we need to wait until July to let you guys produce here. And I was like, okay, okay. So where are we going to go? So thankfully we have an amazing relationship with Clark County um, Parks and with the city of Vancouver. And they all jumped into action really quickly and said, yeah, you can go to Vancouver Lake. No problem. There's nothing else there that weekend. And then as the story goes, there was blue algae that was lurking in the water. And then we made the flip over to to Frenchman's and thankfully we have a footprint there. So it was, um, I say it was easy. It wasn't, we had to change all the permits. We had to just, just the juggle. So we juggled everything, but, um, it was easy because I do have a good team. So I hats off to my team. Yep. We have really good people that I've worked really closely with for the last 15 years. So I feel pretty fortunate to have an awesome team. And, and even, um, we, we haven't talked about this a lot. I purchased Y racing in December and um, Sherry's been a huge support all through everything that we've kind of been through this year and and working behind the scenes with us. So 
her her guidance through how we're going to do that flip was awesome. And um, yeah, and we flipped it. So yeah, congratulations wow. on that. Yeah. So awesome. real quick before we even move forward more, there's probably a lot of people looking at why racing events and have no idea what why is. We have people mm-hmm. that listen to us yeah. in, I think it's 34 countries the last time I looked. Right. That's awesome. A lot, a lot of people here locally, obviously, and I'm sure a lot of them know who you are. But why don't you tell us a little bit more about why racing, what makes you guys tick, what is it that you guys do, and kind of some stuff sure. that you're looking forward to in the future. Yeah. So why racing events is produced events in Oregon and Washington for the past 15 years. We started out with our girlfriend's run 15 years ago, and it was um, 400 athletes, 400 women got together. We used to run in a, a the Nike Invitational Half Marathon in um, San Francisco, and it's turned into a lottery like many big events. And so we're like, wow, oh, we can throw our own race. Let's host a race. <laughs> so 15 years ago, we started hosting girlfriends. It was 400 people. It's now 15 years later, it's grown into about 3,000. And we were one event then, and now we're 22 events. Wow. And That's between awesome. that, we have um, we purchased AA Sport and brought on four of their triathlon and incorporated them in with a triathlon that was already being done by Northwest Personal Training, which is my our sister company, that another company that Sherry owns. And um, we put a all those races together and along with bivouac which is a trail running company that my husband and i own and that's how we got to 22 events actually through pandemic we also got to 22 events because we have a few that are virtual which i'm trying to get away from the like full virtual scene we'll have uh two or three events that'll stay on with us that are virtual um you know, our passion is our community. Our, we do this because we mm-hmm. we love your your group. We love um, all of the different tri running bike cycle groups that are throughout the Northwest and and do this with us because it is our it's our everyday life. Everybody that works for us is either a family member of mine or or has been community working to produce races for a long time. So really, if you were to ask in a nutshell what Y Racing is, um, it, it is, I feel it is community. It's, it's about what we can do together. You know, uh, all of us give a little and it makes a whole lot. We're able to raise, um, gosh, close to three point, I think almost 3.5 million over the last um, at least 15 years. There was a couple of events that we've done um, uh, before that too, that add up to that number, but that, that wow. money has stayed local. So it's great that we are able to work with groups that um, volunteer for our, our events and help produce the event with us. And then our beneficiary groups are all groups that are local um, nonprofits or, or organizations looking to raise money that use our events to do that. Excellent. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's run this around the table here. Evan, do you have any uh, questions? Yeah. Well, I, I, I just have a comment too, because I think it's, you know, I think a lot of people listening to this, if you come from an area that doesn't have good, you know, like good, well-run local racing, you you really can't appreciate the amount of hard work that goes into this that Carissa puts in. Uh, when I was lived in Ohio, I worked for a small race company called Speedy Feet, uh, and it was owned by a friend of mine, Chris, and you'll crack up at this, that... He was the most efficient human being I've met next to you, I'm pretty sure. You, you two could give each other a run for their, you know, your money, but we used to run races with three people. We would do like a three oh. or 400 person 5K, and it would be like me, Jeff, and my little brother would be the work, quote unquote, and that was it. And watching <laughs> the amount of work that would go into these, even to like a three or 400 person 5K, 
You get yeah. there at, you know, Jeff would get there like 2.33 a.m. Yeah. I mean, just crazy amounts of work. And, you know, it was, I know a lot of people are very supportive, but I think the people who don't realize the amount of hard work that goes into this, go and volunteer for your local racing. You know, go and volunteer at a Y race or just be around how hard that is to put together. And then you'll really appreciate having a company like this regionally. And I think it is very important, especially as triathletes. I know triathletes are always tempted to be, oh, I just want to race a couple times this year. I just want to only focus on my Ironman race, or I only want to, I only want to make Kona this year. Just make it a training day then. Go, go do your yeah. local racing because I hate to hear people complain about Ironman and then not go to local races. It's like you oh, can't sure. complain about Ironman and then also not go and support your local Olympic distance triathlon. So yeah, yeah. I wish I wish more people would would see that and realize like, oh yeah, this is not easy to put on at all. No, there's so many different layers of of especially multi sport. So so there's so many different things that go into it. And, it's, and I wish I could do it with three people. We would make money. <laughs> oh, true. We did we did a canoe try where we definitely had to have more people. It was this like 30-year-old yeah. race they do. It was a canoe triathlon. And that was the craziest day whenever we'd put that on. There was always something that would go wrong, obviously. But yeah. it was it was insane. So. Well, if you can if the things that go wrong can be so behind the scenes and everything else just looks like peachy, then then you're doing something right. Then you have enough things fail safes in place. Yeah, that, that nobody you, notices. <laughs> yeah, that nobody notices. <laughs> because they're, you know, PDX try at Frenchman's Bar, we've produced that event for 12 times out of that venue. Mm-hmm. But it's still like the, it was the first event after pandemic. And the my checklist of things that we need to do differently to make us, you know, world class and to make us the event that you guys want to come to is was a long list so i i have so many things that to, it's going to make us better and just make us better for that for us to go to frenchman's barn in a couple months <laughs> which yeah. will be great that we had a had a trial start to it yeah cool matt how about you what you got yeah so you know on this podcast we talk a lot about cycling and cycling racing and things like that and one of the things i know that we've talked about a lot is like how is our sport doing you know it's very important, you know, just as Evan talked about, like that we want to support local races because if we don't support local races, they're going to be gone and we're not going to have the option. We're seeing a lot of local cycling racing dwindle. And um, so my question is, you know, always like, how are the numbers doing? How, how does it look? Does it look like triathlon is doing okay? You know, I know you guys do a lot more than triathlon, but uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's a little bit more comparable to cycling, I think, when you look at the triathlon numbers and you see that they're doing okay, where as cycling, I think, is really struggling, especially in the this road area. Stuff, the road stuff is definitely struggling it's, mightily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone would agree with that yeah. on the cycling yeah. side. I don't know necessarily on the triathlon side. Uh, so. not, I mean, we have an audience, obviously. We're, we're still getting people to sign up, but it's not, they're not signing up as quickly as they have in years past. Hmm. And that, that has to be, we're, we're, we're attributing that to the pandemic. I believe that there's still, um, a little trigger shy to, to want to, you know, pull it and get, have a live event. So people are really waiting for that. We were able to do, um, day of registration for PDX try, which is really huge. We get about a 20% increased day of, so having the athlete give them that option is uh, is good, especially be- when we offer the smaller distances in triathlon. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, one thing I want to really point out, too, is 
you you guys and being you're all amazing athletes and you're the athlete that I want to have at our event. But I also want the athlete that's never tried a triathlon to come to our event and to feel equally as appreciated and important. So we really do. We we celebrate that first place person as much as I'll celebrate the, the last person that, mm-hmm. that is coming across the finish well, yeah, line. And you, and you guys at PDX had a, what was he? 93? Yeah. 93 year old guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, I was, I was joking with somebody. I was like, that's where I just end, end the ceremony with that guy going up on the podium mm-hmm. and be like, nobody cares if whoever yeah. won the overall, this guy's amazing. Okay. <laughs> it was, yeah. his, it was his birthday. Wasn't he turned yeah. 94 that day? If I'm not, Oh, he's 90, 93. Yeah. That's just, incredible. he turned 90. Yeah. He turned 93 that day. So oh, was it 93? Does, I it was 94. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. He does PDX try every year with us. He actually did all of our virtuals last year, but he does that oh, for his yeah. birthday race. And the, I have to tell you the funniest story. He called me the week before the event and said, I'm signed up for that ultra sprint. And I don't want to do that with those young kids. Put me in that sprint. I feel like I can swim a half a mile. And he was just, <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, yes, you absolutely yeah. should do What's that. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Lou Hollister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good job, Lou. Is Good job, Lou. I know. That's amazing. Is it Hollister yeah. or is it Hollander? Hol- Hollander. Thank you. Yeah, see, yes. I know that name from right like when I, 15, right when I said oh. that. 20 years ago. Because he was we old back been then. In, yeah. Yes. We should have we should have a wave, Carissa. That's like youngest and oldest. So it's everybody over eighty and everybody like under fifteen all starts in the same wave together. Absolutely. No, that would be awesome. Yeah. No, I loved I loved seeing that you had a kids try and somebody over the age of ninety. I mean, that's just that's just how cool the sport is. It's awesome. Yeah, and I think that actually is something that cycling is lacking a little bit of like just some of that ninety three year olds. Well, ninety three year olds, but celebrating (laughs) celebrating some of the slower athletes. You know, mm-hmm. at the Y You're Racing events, hitting the nail on the head, Matt. Yeah. I was yeah. going to get to that, but yes, you? okay, hundred percent. What yeah. you'll see at Y Racing events is like the crowd will light up for the oh, last yeah. place finisher. Oh yeah, yeah, like light up. Yeah, which is just cool. Go to a road bike race and nobody will be there. They already packed up, went home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> already gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, strive for. It's the I don't mentality. want my last people to come into the finish line and have everything shut down. Right. That yep. is yeah. the worst feeling yep. in the world. Make it a party. Yep. Yeah, so we do make it a party. In fact, I'm changing the footprint of a lot of our expos to make sure our beer garden's next to our finish line. Oh, cool. There you go. Yes. Those guys are the ones staying there the longest. They're Woo-hoo! rowdy. Oh, yeah, they, they <laughs> had the hardest day by far. That is... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, so I, I definitely... We're trying to kind of change our footprint a little bit. Like, I, I do love our expos, our finish line expos, but if we can make it so everybody feels like you know, this party is going to go on until that last person comes yeah. in, then I feel like we accomplished that goal. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, can I, I, I want to expand upon that a little bit, yeah, what, sure. what Matt brought up. Um, the triathlon, the, the, the scene that you've built, it's very conducive to new people coming out yeah. of all ages, mm-hmm. yes. shapes, sizes, ability levels, yeah. the whole gamut. Um, first question is, is does the, and, and I can ask this to Evan and, and maybe mm-hmm. Evan knows the pros a little bit more over the people that are at that, that higher echelon of the, the racing. Does that deter from you wanting to come out and do a race because you like, Oh, there's too many fill in the blank here. Nah. I think, well, uh, you, you know, honestly, and I do know a decent amount of pros too, that I think we're all pretty adamantly about supporting local sure, racing too. Sure. I mean, I know a lot of pros who will go and do small, smaller Olympic races compared to the size of the yeah. Ironman races, which I've always, and this is probably because I worked for speedy feet too. Sure. And you know, my mom was in triathlon for years. My, my, my mother is good for her age groups, but like once she got into her sixties, my mom's not finishing triathlons 
very quickly that you know and she's gonna get mad at me for even saying that she's gonna be like i'll kick your butt but you know (laughs) like i mean you know so it's i've i've always had especially working for speedy feed an appreciation of those last people coming across the finish line and i do think in triathlon at the elite level you absolutely have your 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 jack holes as we call them here absolutely but i think i call them jack holes too i know right yeah (laughs) so but i think i think even at that top level if you've been in the sport long enough you appreciate that i mean i did my first triathlon in a biking kit yeah you know i mean i was showing cassie pictures (laughs) that yesterday i jumped in the pool and like did i mean my swimming was absolutely i was uh, shocked i made it through the entire swim wait you're better at swimming now Barely. I mean, just barely. <laughs> but there's, but I think that since in the sport, most people came from a complete n- yeah. novice, you know, Absolutely. like most people, very few people, you, you get to the couple of young athletes that are just, you know, amazing. Start most people get in their so, first triathlon are pretty, yeah. pretty novice. My point here is, yeah. is that Evan and, and the triathlon crowd, there's a, a lack of elitism there that we see yeah. so much more prevalently in the road biking scene. And mm-hmm. you guys are okay with that. You're okay to show up to a race where there's going to be, you know, people that are doing like yeah. little maybe was it a sprint first triathlon, triathlon or something yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like little simple things mm-hmm. and you know they're riding with flats and they're maybe on mountain bikes and they're yep. wearing mm-hmm. regular clothes that's fantastic you want oh, that yeah. stuff at your race Absolutely. oh it gets me more excited than watching you know, guys like me spandexed out so and wearing arrow helmets if you, were sure. to, <laughs> if you were to show up to a road bike race you're gonna get some snickering yep. you're gonna get some yep. people like yep. jawing a little bit or making even fun mm-hmm. of like why are you doing that and that's yeah. something that's kind of always bothered me but in in the same breath we don't our, our sports dying off it's it's yeah. it's not inviting and but I think that it kind of goes back to like our whole mindset, our whole culture, the way that we, you know, we celebrate people or lack thereof in the road. And I've always said that we need to celebrate more mm-hmm. and we need to do that mm-hmm. for our team. We need to do that for bike racing and on, on the whole. And we need to make it inviting for everybody. Yeah. It, it can't be a situation where somebody's a little bit nervous. And a, and a perfect example of this that's actually working quite well right now is the the flogging ride that we do. Yeah, it might have a little bit of a, a negative connotation to it. Like, am I going yeah. to get flogged? What does that mean? Am yeah. I going <laughs> to die or whatnot? Cel- celebration but and suffering together. We're, yeah. hitting, <laughs> we're, we're doing a little... Thursday night ride in Camas, Washington, and we're leaving at six o'clock and and we've got 60 people showing up to this thing. It's insane. And we've got people from all levels. We've made it inviting for everybody. We've encouraged people to come out. We've told them to bring their friends, make sure that they have a good time. I don't care how fast you are. We've got a group for you. We've got four different groups and we all like, we'll kind of finish together. We will all regroup together Mm -hmm. and everybody will ride at their own pace and it's working quite well. So I, I see some parallels here between what, why racing is doing what local triathlon is doing and i think that we need to learn from that we need to adapt that to what we're doing or what we're not doing rather in the the local road bike scene yeah. i don't think that that's as uh, much of a problem when you talk about gravel i don't think it's much of an issue with yeah. mountain biking i think there's that, less of that in yeah. gravel and yeah. cyclocross and mountain and, biking yeah, mountain especially biking. i yeah. think that's the, probably yeah. i came from that i didn't grow up as a, as a roadie that's right. not what my roots are my roots are mountain biking and and like the club level stuff and really just celebrating and having a good time and then came into road racing i'm like this is fun there's a lot of my great people there good friends there oh yeah but still on the whole it's there's big holes in that yeah Yeah. the other spot where i see a really good culture is ultra running okay yeah i was about to compare triathlon to running i think running's the most welcoming sport of every sport we're talking right now i really do think running itself is very welcoming yeah I was going to say the same thing, Matt. It definitely is. Um, the ultra world is where we're really close to as well. Yep. Yeah. And so you see that that there's there's um, a little bit of that there mm-hmm. that there's little distach, but there's but people are really welcoming. They want yes. people yeah. to be there. 
and there and, and it's such a kickback I mean, that's, I want, I, I'm trying to merge the two worlds without merging the two worlds because yeah. <laughs> um, Rod and I, actually, my husband and I fight about this all the time. He's like, why in Bivouac are two different things? Like the trail world compared to the road world, they're different, but I want them to collide enough that it makes them feel like they're all, everybody is welcome. And like that chocolate is- Chocolate and peanut butter, man. So so things I think, great together. I think yeah. all these totally. endurance sports, Car- Carissa, together should start over time. And I think why is a great example of this is blending a lot of this, you know, triathlon, road running, trail mm-hmm. running, cycle racing, Grand Fondo, you know, a group, bigger group ride, bike races, mountain biking. Yeah. The, the more these all blend together, I think that slowly takes away the elitism. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. the reason is because so for, for me as a triathlete, let's let's say I became an elitist here, and if I ever do, yeah. somebody hit me at right. this table. I'm not good enough to ever do hit that. Him. So somebody's hit me at some point. <laughs> but if I was to go jump into like an Xterra race, Chris, I'd be. I mm-hmm. mean, I do not ride mountain bikes, so I would yeah. I would yeah. feel like a beginner again. And I think as soon as somebody feels like a beginner, that's where They're they get an down. appreciation for yeah. that that you know mother of three yeah. who's never ridden a bike before just did her first triathlon. Like oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. you get a yeah. real yeah you, you you get a real you know appreciation of that person. Oh, definitely. Hey, Lance, I, I kind of skipped over you and, and jumped into your line. What, what do you got for Carissa? Uh, <clears throat> my question really is, what is what is your plan, Carissa, for for your schedule? It looks like you try to do like two events a month. Are you trying to add to that? Are there races you're trying to bring on? Um, how, how are you kind of looking towards the future with that? Uh-oh, we lost your volume. Uh, lost audio. Lost audio. Did you get unplugged there? <laughs> oh, no. My question. I'll answer for my for question her. stinks anyway. She's already ridiculously busy. How dare how dare you Can't encourage you her to stuff? add more races? She needs to start eliminating races because she. You should see her. She like travels like midweek to things, and every weekend she's somewhere. Because there, she mentioned um, bivouac. Or, yeah, yeah. She mentioned bivouac, but that's like their like. I think they do more trail and ultra stuff. She'll speak to this when she gets mic'd up again. But like, she's mm. super busy. Yeah. Did you get it figured out so. there, Chrissa? No, uh, she's still on audio. mute. Audio. Did you hit the she's... mute button by chance? Uh, no. Um, maybe not. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we should get, you could try disconnecting and reconnecting. Yeah, you again. can just disconnect yeah. and reconnect. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll bring okay. you right back. Oh, there oh, you are. Yeah, right. Right. yeah, yeah she nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Come back. back. Nice. Nope. Do whatever oh, you no, did no, no, she's gone. So. Do whatever you just did a minute ago. Okay. There's some sort of some sort of audio technical. It's technical stuff. It's difficult. Oh, no. Hold on. We'll play a little. Mm. I like how I like how she was like trying to like hand signal to us too. That was nice. She's gonna call back here in just a second. Oh, you get our ugly mugs off this. Matt, do you want to speak to that a little bit more? Expunge on that a little bit more on what Lance's question was. I mean, you know why racing pretty well. You've yes. done a lot of work with them over the years, and yeah. it's been something known them for a long time. Matt has done the most white races of anybody here. Yeah, I've been doing it for I guess like 11, 10 or eleven. I don't know. Oh, she's okay. got a dozen years. Nice. There, there we yeah. go. <laughs> there you are. Sorry, guys. No worries. We did not want to hear Matt I've, talk I've, anyway. I've probably been the worst guest ever. I can't. I technically <laughs> no. Oh, no, not me. even close. Trust me. No. <laughs> no. Worst not. guest ever is here every week. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. worries. Yeah. Yet. We're so here. Not even <laughs> close. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about my schedule. <laughs> so this, this is how ridiculous this is. So we made this card. If you guys can see this. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. so we made the card this year that has all of our events on it. That didn't look like this a year and a half ago. So pandemic, we you know we had a scrambling. I have yes. responsibilities to my registration platform and you know everything that we have to make sure that we're keeping our numbers between that 
15 and 20,000 person that were, that, that were hosting every year. So, so then we got creative and then some of that creative creativity came from, we get, I get phone calls daily with people wanting us to produce an event for their cause or, or with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so last year was an opportunity to work with some organizations that we hadn't worked with before. So, so that's where a few of our virtuals came from, but we're, we're taking that list and we're, we're going to, I want to have our, our triathlons are going to stay the same. Um, Pacific Crest, we can talk about that for a minute after we go through this schedule, yeah. because that's something that's, that is going to happen. Um, so, so as far as what we did at the tail end of the, of each of the shoulder months, we did add a few virtuals, but we are going to, I think, uh, take a couple of those away because there's just, I, we only have so much bandwidth. Um, there is not a lot of money in producing races. So I can't have a big crew that I'm just working like workhorses all year round. So I got to give everybody a little bit of a break. So those, nobody's right now taking any time off. We're just, this hustle is just insane. Today, I said, stay home today. So every, so it's, so as far as who was in the warehouse, it was me and Brock. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that so, smart. so yeah, we're, we're looking at our calendar very closely. Um, and, and looking at, I'm hopefully going to have 2022 launched here in the next couple months. So everybody can see what that actually looks like. Um, because that will be with, um, Pacific Crest Endurance Sports Festival coming back. We, um, we, not to jump into that, if you guys want to talk about that for a minute, I know it's a, it's a race that everybody's been asking questions about, and I haven't really had a platform to talk about it much. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's an event that's taken place in Sun River for the past 24 years, and this would have been our 25th year this year, and we're not producing it this year. So that turned into a little bit of chaos and craziness. We um, were up with our permit with Sun River and the Homeowners Association and all the jurisdictions there um, two years ago. And so we were trying to find a good home for it within the same footprint. And working through that process led into pandemic. And then once pandemic hit, we, everything was, everything changed. So then we were looking for an actual new home for Pacific Crest Endurance Sports Festival outside of Central Oregon. And what has happened is there's no perfect home for that event except Central Oregon. So mm-hmm. we are, I'm, we're working hard right now to find that perfect location and it might be one you're all familiar with. So we're going to talk about that more in the next couple months and see what that looks like. But June will be the month that we produce it in and central Oregon will be the area that we produce it cool. in Very 2022. Cool. I'm glad I you're know. staying in central Oregon, Carissa. Cause I, I do think, I mean, and, and like, you know, people traveled long ways for, for, for that yes. race. I mean, w- would you All say that was your world. most, yeah. Was that your most internationally represented race? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. And just an awesome race. I mean, my mom came and did the ultra there and absolutely loved it yeah. and traveled all the way from Ohio. So, I, yeah. I've even yeah. done it four times. Yeah. I mean, nice. you, that's how old that race is, is Lance has <laughs> done, that. Even done it. Back when Lance could swim, <laughs> long, long which was ago. a long time ago. <laughs> Before they had roads. Yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah. This is roads yet. But. I rode without well, a watch. Uh, right there course. is the problem with Pat Crest and Sun River is. Oh, Mr. Shoney's joining me here. That That's the problem with Sun River and Pat Crest is. It, the footprint never changed. So we yeah. grew, we added more events. It didn't, then it started getting overgrown. And so we're, we're going back to the drawing board and looking to see, we I know, know we want to have a half Ironman distance. We know that's important. 
we know it's important for the multi-sport. We know it's, um, that we have to do an ultra. The trail runs there are, are mm-hmm. necessary because we're in central yep. Oregon. So we're looking at all of it and trying to make it a good fit for the area and a good, and a good event for us. So, so it, you don't, it will be back. You don't have to answer this question. You can say no comment, but was it the okay. homeowner's fault in Sun River? Was that, was the homeowner's association the worst to work with? The homeowners association themselves are very good people. Gotcha. All of okay. the jurisdictions are very good people. They're, yeah. That's what I'll say. That's just uh, what you'll say. <laughs> I'll just, I think that a lot of us in the triathlon community knew that like Sun River's an awesome town. I'll just leave it at that. Yes. And there's, yes. a, I don't think they liked us for that day at the, that moment at no. that time. Yeah. There's, there's a small group of people that live there year round. Very and vocal. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is yep. really a shame. Yeah. It is. So, but you know. good for business, we know. Yeah. We know yeah. it's fantastic for makes business. makes the heart grow triath- Oh, my yes. gosh. And triathletes also, like, eat so much food. If I was a small right. town and I owned a restaurant, I'd be like, I don't care what anybody says. Please come here yeah. because yeah. my volume goes through the roof right. that those three days that all these triathletes are here. And they <laughs> yeah. buy stuff. It's like the whole village is just packed. Yeah. With just, like, they, the stores open up and it's just, it's busy. But. Yeah. Well, economic, the, um, the impact study that was done, it's over $7 million that are generated oh. from that event. My gosh, that's <laughs> so. No. You know, hey Chris, uh, city leadership. Got a question for you. How are yeah. you attracting new people to your events? What What is your uh, your recipe for success there? Because you seem to be doing a pretty good job, and there's a lot of new people that are coming in. What are you doing? Well, nothing. No. <laughs> I do, I'm not going to say nothing. Um, it's very organic right now because there's not a lot of options for for actually reaching that new athlete. Yeah. So the yeah. pandemic proved something to us that we have a person that wants to be a part of events that doesn't necessarily want to be at the event. So I think we have a new athlete that will always have a virtual aspect for them to do the event on their own, but then they Mm -hmm. feel like they're attached to the event. So that was one, that's one avenue that we are really looking at closely because I want to still make sure that we're connecting with that person. Um, mm-hmm. they, they don't necessarily like the big crowds. So this, yeah. that's a best of all worlds for them. Um, really one thing that we've always tr- um, tried to do well was connect with the, the, the clubs and the, and yeah. so that's something that really didn't, wasn't horrible last year, but really, we're really trying to reconnect with the clubs and introduce the clubs to the new athletes. So they have a place to go and to learn the sport. Yeah. So that's, um, that helps. you know, just being relevant and staying really, we, that's the one thing, if I could use the term relevance and keeping ourselves relevant during the whole pandemic and staying in front of people, we did crazy videos. We did whatever mm-hmm. it took to just make sure people saw that we were still here and an outlet for them to, to know that we're here for them to work out with, or yep. we'll be doing this run night somewhere or cycle night somewhere. So just being involved in the community has helped us reach out to that person. Excellent. I like it. Cool. Do you guys yeah, have any other yeah. questions for Krissa? Um, I'm good. Let me think I'm now. good. I'll leave no, her alone. Good. Next race, like Carissa? What's the, what's the next yeah. race coming up? I know what it is, next, but that's, yeah. Yeah. So next race that I probably will see you guys, that will be you guys along with each other, is the Eighth Running Festival. So we decided it was a good idea to launch a brand new event in 2021 uh, and go to yeah. Long Beach. Yeah. For a running festival. And so we, and we threw a cycle. So there will be a leisure cycle ride that's in there. But what we're mm-hmm. going to do, it's, it's just a launch of this event where next year is going to be, we're adding a full sand version of the event. 
So it's, nice. um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. You know, Long Beach has so much to offer and, mm-hmm. and really those, that discovery trail you're running a long, you're running a half marathon this year is the longest distance that we'll have is the half, um, along the ocean. Like it's breathtaking. Cool. If you've never been to Long Beach and run along the discovery trail, it's, it's uh, incredible. So, so, um, adding the new event, um, I just got myself completely off track. What else were we talking about? Um, you, so, 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 so I know that, yeah, next couple. Next I up, know. next up. Oh, yeah. Hag Lake. Come to Hag, Hag Lake. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So Hag is, you know, Hag's challenging, but Hag's awesome. Yeah, that is and, a beautiful location oh, it's a, too. It's an yeah. awesome yeah. training spot. Absolutely. What's yeah. the date on that, Carissa, again? It is the 17th and 18th of July. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. training run for, or training event for you, for all of you for the next weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, these are a races for me, Carissa. I'm not coming out here just to train. I, I, yeah. I can't have I can't have some 21 year old beating me again. So I gotta no I joke. gotta make sure I gotta no, make sure these are my again. a races. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. They're coming for you, huh? Yeah. I know. I'm now not the young guy anymore, and it does not feel good. So <laughs> do you want to speak yeah. to that real quick, Evan? Like getting beat? The, well, not getting beat, but just like the having good competition. The competition there. that you had in that race out there, oh, the it's awesome. yeah. was pretty solid. There's, I think, you know, I was talking with Josh. About this, Carissa, and you, and you got to meet jo- Josh Monda. It's you know, kind oh, of yeah. like like a rising tide kind of raises everybody up. And I think as yeah. it's it's been fun to see the guys in the area that do this way too seriously and take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. We we enjoy these local races, Carissa, for the reason of just like a, a, a newcomer enjoys them because they're like a, a, a safer first option. It's not like you're jumping on a plane with a bike and have to coordinate all that. It yeah. makes it makes that process easier for a beginner. For people who have been trying to race at a, at a high level for a long time, it makes it great for me because I want to be able to race fast. You know, I, I like racing. I just like competitiveness. So being able to go to these races and know that in this region we've got some really fast guys and gals, it's mm-hmm. awesome because, you know, I, I do an hour drive at, you know, even less or five-minute bike ride from my house, and you get a really competitive field is, is awesome for, for, for the same exact reason that it's easy for beginners to be there too. Yeah. No, I want to continue with that too. So with our series, mm-hmm. so our, with our triathlon series, we, um, uh, you know, what we have left in the season, even taking away PD or taking away Pacific Crest Endurance Sports Festival this year, mm-hmm. you still are going to have Hag Lake, yep. um, Lucky Triathlon and Columbia River Try. So, yeah. and, and, and to compete against each other, I think we're going to see some really good competition this year. Because yeah. a lot of people are still aren't traveling, so they're yeah. still looking for those local events to do. So I think that competition is definitely going to be there throughout this. I, I hope, Absolutely. I hope always, I, but yeah. I definitely think this year is going to be that year for that type of competition. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and that's I think for for a lot of us. Yeah, when when Pat Crest comes back too, I think a, a lot of people will be excited. I'm going to definitely be yeah. marketing Pat Crest. I've got some friends in the pro field that I want to come to the Pacific Northwest race, and I will be for sure spicing the deal for them to see if they want to come. Good. So, <laughs> good, good. Well, I hope to have something to announce. We're hope, trying to get something to announce by the end of next week. So oh, I don't wow, know. That's if it's gonna, early. I know. I, God, that's me hoping. No, I don't know if it will, but. Yeah, it's, we, we're, we're trying. <laughs> You're, yeah, we, 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 we know that the, the one thing, Chris, that's been amazing to watch has been your ability to quick pivot because. Yeah. That has obviously not been easy in 2020. I'm sure we can all sit there and be like, oh, I understand. No, I'm sure none of us actually understand how quickly you've had to pivot in the last year and a half overall. Yeah, that's uh, a logistical We've learned nightmare. a lot. We've yeah. learned a lot. And we've learned new things. We've, we're more efficient. We're more efficient than we've been ever producing mm-hmm. races. So Fantastic. we definitely, yeah, we've, we, I have a good team. Gotcha. I yeah. definitely do. 
Lance, you got anything else for Chris? Nope. Gotcha. All right, Chris, I got one last question, and then I'll let yes. you kind of say your parting thought. Um, you just bought a new company. Well, it's not yeah. new. It's an existing company. This So it's still relatively new to you. What are your big goals moving forward? What do you want to accomplish with this? Oh, my gosh. That is – I'm not out of pandemic yet, Jake. I don't know. Yeah. Come on. Uh, <laughs> That's an existential question right there. I know. Um, my, my biggest goal right now, to be honest with you, is to figure, get Pat Crest figured out and get that back on the, mm, on gotcha. my, and feel good about what this looks like and not have it look like we're just trying to throw events on to make it because that's what that is. Um, my goal is to, for two thousand to get 2022 done and, and announced so people can have, know what they're going to be doing for the next year. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's a, a little goal compared to everything else we're trying to do right now, but if I was to a, think of our goals, that's, do you have any long-term goals? Do you have any long-term goals? Maybe like something like a, a big grandiose. Take maybe over she the doesn't world. want to talk about it. Take over the world. Well, for president. well, we we <laughs> we like, do have a who? Few yeah, <laughs> I don't. I would I would love to be. You know. Oh please, that's take funny over that for you Iron say Man. that. That'd be great. I, funny <laughs> that you say that. Um, I do have a goal of having a USAT nationals maybe in our state wow. in a year or two. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 That would be that would be amazing. Dan, Maybe Columbia River. Stand, stand by. Stand by cool. for more info to come. Um, that would be so, awesome. Yeah. So that that is something that we're working on that is a goal that is obtainable, I believe. Um, that would be so awesome. We have some ultras on our way. So we have a new ultra um, you know, we we're not just a triathlon company, so we also mm-hmm. have um, a Boston qualifying marathon as well as some trail runs and an ultra trail run that is coming your way here. The, the, it actually, we're doing what the term fat ass, which I'm sure you guys all know what that is, but it's a free running event and mm-hmm. it's a free trail run. And we are hosting a free, uh, ultra trail run called hell's bells on the Tarbell um, trail oh, wow. system on yeah. July 11th. Is it the 11th? A couple of my patients are telling me about yes. this. Yeah. That's yeah, we have 30 popular. people signed up for a free race. Which nice. free race? Oh, here's Mr. Shoney. Hi, 42 Mr. Shoney. miles. They plus can't hear maybe you. Maybe a few more. Yeah. 42 <laughs> miles plus a few more. There you go. <laughs> nice. That's a yeah. true ultra race. You're like, maybe this is the mileage. We're not sure. <laughs> so I see you putting um, running races on there. I need to convince you to put some bike races on yeah. your schedule. Yeah. So. You, well, you don't have to convince me very hard because I know I was just waiting for Jake needed. to make to make that comment at some point. Yep. But yeah, it's only fair, somebody's, right? Somebody's got to save bike it's racing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't think that we haven't talked about that having that conversation? <laughs> so it's it's on That's, the calendar. Yeah, I think Chris is going to have to make another appearance on the podcast once that's there you go. yeah that's true we yeah. can label it somebody saving road racing in the pacific northwest <laughs> wow. not obra but yeah <laughs> <Heavy> <laughs> words <laughs> yeah give me give me a couple months and we should have all sorts of things to share that are exciting gotcha. you know as we break i feel like we're just like breaking out of this like get us through yeah. this craziness and mm-hmm. it's finally we're i i left i live on a kind of a mountain in the center and as i was driving down past i drive past a camel drove past the camel and i was like you know what this is a good Monday. I feel good. Like yeah. we're going to, things are opening up. We're going to get to have events. Yes. It like does it's, feel like that. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah, I'm glad you guys feel that way too, because feel optimistic. It is. You know, gotcha. I do very optimistic. All right. So yep. Chris, every week we wrap up the show by going through what's called one last thing where you can kind of throw out anything that's on your mind. Um, we're going to invite you to be a part of that today. You can talk about anything, okay. why racing or your personal stuff, or you can have a culmination Ooh. of both if you want. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and start with you, Chris. So give us one last thing before we uh, wrap this thing up. Okay. 
Jesus, guys. Or do you okay. want her to come back to you? Have her finish. Yeah, come back oh, no, that's the yeah, best one. Well, well, she's yeah. on the spot. We'll have, we'll have you finish. <laughs> that's only fair because the guys knew that okay. this was coming. So, Evan, why don't you go ahead and do one last thing? I didn't know this was coming. No, I'm joking. I know this was coming. He knows it's coming. He still doesn't have one thing. Um, as we just talk about local racing, I'm going to do a big bad Ironman race this yes. next weekend, which is just, I so wish it was not an Ironman race, but it is in Iowa. But it's going to be competitive Wait, as all get out. Full Ironman? No, 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 half oh. Ironman. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I was no. like, wait a second. Ironman branded Half gotcha. iron distance. Lots of good competition. Yes, nice. it will be fun. No wetsuits. So oh, that is, I'm just spending nice. the next six, six days mentally preparing myself to not get dropped again. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Matt, one last thing. I always have a video to talk about. You sure mm -hmm. do. This yes. week is no different. And this one, this is one that I'm upset about. Oh, I made bro. this like sound of triathlon video. Yeah. Yeah. Like awesome. that, oh, I love yeah. it. Cool. So I talked, I talked yeah. to Jake about like, Jake helped me make this a little bit. And it was like, I wasn't trying to get these sounds recorded, blah, blah, blah. And I just I just had this vision for this video. And I'm like, the video turned out pretty well. It's I thought great. it was excellent. I thought it was cool. No one's it's watched awesome. it. It's awesome. I'm using it, it again. Seriously? I'm going to go in to all my database. Yes. But yeah. only, I think. It was at the PDX try. It was awesome. You know, usual video get, you know, somewhere between, you know, 1,000 and like 10,000 sure. views. Or like, you know, big numbers. And this is like 200 or something. Like No, 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 no. I, ch I checked it this morning. It's more. Okay, I maybe did. it's picking up, but it's just because it popped up on my. YouTube. But I was like, oh man, this is so. This is what happens: is you make a video about a watch, everyone wants to check it out. Like people are searching for it. You make a video about like five hundred eighteen views. Yeah, you make something like yeah, you know different. You. you know whatever. Like no one's searching for sounds of triathlon, and so it's kind of like it's always the search stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's what did Chester have to say about it? Chester was very angry. He's always angry. <laughs> He's always angry. I but know yeah. Ch Chester didn't get too many views either. So, so sure you guys go check it out. That. It's a short video. It's only like two minutes. Way shorter than most of my normal. That was a fun Thank video, God Matt. I mean, I know. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Like, you know, yeah. you helped me film some awesome stuff. Video. and I have an appreciation for that. So I thought that was excellent. It's, it's different. so funny. It's very different. All of your videos. lowest viewed videos are, are the ones good. that I watch and love the most. I'm like, by dang far. it, man. I, know. I wish these everyone that's would, a like, high viewed video for you. I'm like, oh, man, you know, great editing, Matt. But I just yeah. don't care. It's like the <laughs> if I talk about the watch or something like that, then people will be all over it. Triathlon watch. OK, I'm watching this. Then. Yeah. You get any notable comments on there? Anybody chime in? Did uh, Raymaker say anything? Hey, that's a I nice video, video there, Matt. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know. Usually uh, DC Raymaker comments on my videos, and he did not comment on that one. So we have to well, that's call, it's call him out. Review, though, so. What's that? It's not a product review. So. He, watches, he watches the other ones, too. He does. Yeah. Would you call him a fan of yours? He's a huge fan of mine. I mean, that's gotcha. what I would say. That's yeah. <laughs> I would personally uh, say that he's a fan of me. He, he participates I, to be nice to Do you think that kind. you've influenced him to do anything different in his videos at all? He told me that he made his wife go through and watch all of my videos and make notes on what things that they could steal like from B-roll and stuff like really? that. Yep. That's yep. fantastic. And I was like, that is very rude of you. That's like spousal abuse. And <laughs> I'm going to send your wife a t-shirt. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Funny, and also but. my B-roll's better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> just different. They're just different. Cool. Yep. yep. One last thing. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to share. I I just can't decide if I'm crit racing this weekend or if I'm doing the uh, multi-sport best of both. Multi-sport. Same day. Yeah, they're both the same. You're a triathlete. Day. Do multi-sport. It's multi-bike. Yeah, I know. Three different I know bikes. What it is, but yeah. Close enough. I don't know, Mr. Von During. My one last thing, I kind of already talked about it. Um, today's ride number 300. And oh, I yeah, that's cool. got a text nice. from Sean a little while ago. 300 days in a row. 300 days in a row of riding bikes. Too many. Why, I don't know. It's dumb, but and I blame it all on Sean. And I was blaming it on Hepler, but he gave it up a long I, time ago. I stopped. I, I quit. Got wise on me, but yeah. I quit 75 days ago. I quit. Yeah. Jeez. 
Yeah, only well, got 65 more days to go, and then we'll be done with this madness. But the, again, the problem that goes back to this whole thing is we're going to start the Dallas 100 again yep. a day before we're oh, supposed to yeah. wrap up 365 so you're days. Definitely going to keep going. So it's like uh, it's going to be 464. Four. I like the title. Yeah, yeah. I had 464, fun with the yeah. 100. Yeah. I had a blast. So I stopped after 100 days. So I'll be done at, at, on Thanksgiving. That'll be my last day. <laughs> I think. <laughs> anyway, that's it um, for me, Carissa. It's your turn for one last thing. Okay, my one last thing. I have not been taking care of myself, but meeting, I met with Matt last week. I've had some awesome meetings with a lot of different people in the industry. And the one thing is that you all do is take care of yourselves. So I tell people to run every day. I tell people to bike every day. So I used to bike to work every single day as of two years ago and pandemic craziness, life hit. So I'm going to go run with my kid that just ran 50 miles and I'm going to yeah. go do it. Yeah. I'm going to go do miles. a little. 50 miles. He did a 50 miler 50 last miles. weekend and he was, yeah, yeah he did great. That's that's really yeah, he got 22nd so awesome. overall. So that's we so were awesome. very, we're very, very proud of him. So yeah, now that his legs are a little beat up, he's like, yeah, let's go run. Now is when you run yeah. with him, Chris. Yeah. I just yeah. push yeah. the, you now. push the pace and just <laughs> push the, the pace on him. On him. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were good I'm going for a full 10 minute mile pace right now. There you go. pace down on him. Chris, do you want to bike? That's awesome. Yeah, she bikes. You bike? I know. I actually I do bike, and I think you just got my interest on Thursday nights. I was going to say, come on on Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. Meet some folks yeah. and have a good time. It's going to be beautiful weather, too, so we should have it's a really good showing. It's going to be beautiful. Showing. Yeah. And we get groups for everybody. Don't say that my out last, loud, Jake. My final final. I'm going to do Thursday. one more final final. So okay. volleyball season just ended because we also live in the volleyball world with our daughter. So I get to run and cycle more. So that's, that's why good. I think yeah. that I'll be there. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Cool. Thanks, That's guys. Awesome. That is well, awesome. Chris, we really do appreciate your time. I look forward to seeing you out there at the, the next coming event, uh, yeah. Hag Lake, and anything Hag else Lake, that yeah. you yes. need help with. This mm -hmm. has been a lot of fun. Um, we want to continue to help support Y Racing and continue to grow local racing. Um, yeah. Evan will be out there doing his thing and attracting Everybody all the, sign up the for fast Lake. kids. And yep. Matt, when are we going to see out there doing one of those races again? I don't know. Soon. Soon? Sometime. I don't know. I think I can. He could but, aqua bike yeah. it tomorrow if you need I could to. aqua bike, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I think I could probably finish something these days. It's just not the same level that I was two years ago, which is fine. Something's better than nothing, though, Something's right? better than it's nothing. It's fine. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's my motto these days. Yeah. Something's better than I have some fun <laughs> ideas yeah. planned for, like, making videos while racing. Really? Stuff. Yep. Yeah. Oh, good. All about it. Maybe I can get on that when I can get back to bike racing, too. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, we do appreciate you watching and listening to the Dial Podcast. We'll be back next week for more. And uh, yeah, if you guys need anything, feel free to comment and all that other stuff. Other than that, we will see you next week. Bye for now.